tonight's host's name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Neil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hope Pill. Alpha. Delta, yeah. Dukes. Dig it. There are both progression grounds. It's a Chad Dukes show. Sure is. What's everybody singing and clapping about? What's everybody stomping their uh, feet and uh, rubbing elbows with each other about? Well, it's it's the Chad Duke show. Many thanks to the big damn band. For this fantastical introduction, and it is the Chad Duke Show. I am your hostess with the mostest, big shoed, screaming into the internet like everybody else is doing a podcast. Of course, this is the Friday episode, which you're listening to gratis. Thank you to all of you that are listening to it gratis. Hold on, make some time for Breezy. What show? Who? Thank you, Breezy Payton. Appreciate you. Appreciate all of you for checking out the show. If you are sitting here listening to it for free, consider leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts, be it Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. I don't know. Wherever you guys get your podcasts. I I feel like that's not where anyone gets their podcasts anymore is from the traditional walks of life. But um, we do a daily show on chadukeshow.com. You can subscribe. Yes, it costs a couple of bucks, but I got to say, it's the best show I've ever done, and I really think it's... uh, it's way more bang for your buck than most uh, premium subscriptions I've ever dealt with, but uh, that's up to you. We we invite you to do that, but we also invite you to continue listening here, and we'll be giving you episodes every week. I, of course, am joined by my executive producer, Gigantor, his Christian name. Tor, looks like it was a bit of a late night for you last night. Were you out having the sex? Were you out eating the fat sandwiches, drinking the seltzers, doing everything that you're known for these days? All of that uh, would have been a little more... Uh favorable but just driving home from dc at 2 30 in the morning is not that's not, not that ideal <laughs> yeah that is not ideal um tour is here and uh, i mentioned the fat sandwich for those of you that just listen to the free episode you are unaware of what the fat sandwiches are um unfortunately you're gonna learn real quick because it's gonna be the first segment we give to you from this week's shows and without spoiling too much tour have you because the last time i asked you the answer was no have you fully recovered from the fat sandwiches? It's uh, physically, I think I, I'm starting to finally get back into my rhythm. Uh, been getting a good amount of cardio in this week. Been, you know, really emphasizing that as you will learn in this segment why I need to. Yeah. Mentally, I don't know if it's ever going to be anything I can walk back. It's just such a low point. I got to say, it's something that's haunting is probably going to yes. be. I mean, you'll never be able to look at brisket the same way ever again. And when you go out to Winchester, see that poor girl, when she spreads her legs, you're going to look down there and be like, oh, my God, fat sandwiches. Um, 
That poor girl. Uh, what do they give a <laughs> big purple nod to Monk's Barbecue, of course, founder of the Feast, Percival, Virginia. That is some meat that you could absolutely embrace. Don't make yourself fat sandwiches. Go out to Monk's Barbecue. They, they know how to use fat in the appropriate ways. They don't shovel it down their cake horns because they... Uh, they're blitzkrieg drunk at two o'clock in the morning after hammering bush lights and watching the original terminator again spoiler alert so uh we're gonna give you a bunch of fun stuff today uh you will get the origin story of tours fat sandwiches uh sean salisbury was on this week uh anytime sal's is on the show he's gonna make the friday episode because the guy just gives incredible radio every time he comes on this is no exception we did a um we did a bonus show this week for subscribers, it was an NFL offseason spectacular. Tor didn't think it was that spectacular, but I did. Uh, and it was just a bonus show to say thank you to people that subscribe to this program. So those are some of the spiffs you get when you subscribe to the Chad Duke Show. Speaking of another spiff, uh, you will get the dollar menu segment from the BMI. And you say, well, Dukes, what's that? Well, the body mass index is a segment we do with our buddy Ant-Man each and every week. About fast food, about gas station food, about freezer aisle food. What I've learned over the years working in many different uh, formats in radio is that the one constant that everybody likes to talk about is grub. It's food. We all eat. Uh, and even people that are dieting and watching what they eat, they have some sort of perverse satisfaction in talking about disgusting, awful food. And Ant-Man eats that disgusting, awful food, so you don't have to. Um, and then we go through all the big food stories of the week and we all participate and there was some Bucky's news there was some Taco Bell news there's a whole bunch of stuff so we're gonna get that for you too but the big update and I want Tor to give this update because it's very important that you guys know um my bookie of course is a tremendous sponsor of this show mybookie.ag you can use the promo code Dukes anytime you like over there, D-U-K-E-S, and they will match uh, 50% of your initial deposit. That's free money for you. Bet, win, and get paid at MyBookie. Tor, we've only made, uh, I think, three or four official bets on this show with, I think, four total picks. I have given four picks, and you have given four picks for our listeners to go out and gamble on. What is the updated uh, total board for the program? Uh, Dukes uh, is four for four. He mm. is 100% correct Thank you. on his picks that he's made on the show. Thank you very much. And what is Tor? Uh, Tor is 0 for four. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel bad because you picked Curtis Blades, who was an overwhelming favorite. I think plus 345 was something sitting on that bet. I took Derek Lewis simply because he throws bombs and I was going to root for him anyway. And then he starched, starched a dude that was supposed to get a title fight after this one with an uppercut uh, and left him wriggling on the ground and then hit him with a two-piece combo on the ground afterwards. Everybody's mad at Herb Dean. I just was watching that. I said, God, Torquick, he cannot catch a break. Um, I was looking at some of these hoops over-unders tour because people betting basketball even if you're not a, i know people that like have love-hate relationships with the nba um it's a lot of fun to bet basketball and it makes you way more interested like i'll go sit at glory days and i'll see a game and i'll be like oh there's a game i don't care about oh, let me just go over to my bookie now i care about it it's that easy um the one that jumped off the table is at, at me is tonight, as people are listening to this, at 10 o'clock, the over-under of the Charlotte Golden State game is 233 and a hook-a-hook-a-ho. 
I hate betting the under, but that's my pick for this for this week. If you're listening to this show on Friday, that's my bet. Take the under in that game. Uh, I, I mean, every time I look at NBA Lions Tour, they get more and more cartoonish. I know I sound like an old man screaming, nobody plays defense. Stop launching all these three-pointers. But it happens every single time. I got to think they're going to score less than 233, almost 34 points. That is my pick for this week. It's an astute pick, and now it makes me wish it was my pick because unless <laughs> LaMelo Ball goes off for 40, it's definitely going to hit because Charlotte doesn't have consistent scoring like that. And Steph's not going to – Steph might go for 50. He might. Still, who else is – oh, my gosh. Okay, that's a better pick. Okay. What? Are you you're second-guessing yourself already? Now, yes. Uh <laughs> What's the pick? It look the the statistically, you got to guess right at some point here. You can't continue. You know about sports. You bet on sports on a daily basis. You can't continue to be on the schneid. What do you got? Give me one pick. Okay, so it real outside of the show, I'm on a heater of all heaters. I'll have to take your word for and that, big man. On the show, it's you know we're we're, we're searching out Arctic creatures down there and uh, getting our. our capsule infected by the thing it's so oh, cold you're it's saying it's not. ice cold yes, down there yes uh, you're andre 3000 uh, i'm taking the pacers uh, a plus three against boston tonight okay i like the pacers i like what bogdanovich is doing and i've never felt confident in boston once this season i'm taking them plus three friday night this yes friday night tonight okay to, uh, hours to from now if people are listening to this on friday very good all right, we'll call, we'll reconvene here and we'll we'll uh, compare picks again in the near future and we'll have a, a big larf. My bookie friendos, the best, absolutely the best. College basketball, hockey, the NBA, all taking place. You got baseball firing up soon. So many ways for you to get engaged. Take advantage of my bookie's prop builder and live in-game betting, where every single run, throw, touchdown, hoop. Bucket, whatever, is another chance for you to put cash in your pocket. they got a mobile-friendly website. You can go there right now. I mentioned it. They will match your deposit up to halfway, up to $1,000, just for using my promo code DUKES, D-U-K-E-S. Go to mybookie.ag. Load up that account with the promo code DUKES. There's going to be some free money in that for you. And you can upload your cash any way you want, credit card, bank transfer, Bitcoin, all of it. Whether you're at home or on the go or on your laptop or on your phone, it's not too late to get paid. Bet, win, and get paid at mybookie.ag. Thanks to them for being a wonderful supporter of the Chad Dukes show. Very good. Very good indeed. All right. Uh, Tonight on the program, again, if you're listening to this on Friday, and I hope you are, Tor, they got an unbelievable chance uh, to win a PlayStation 5. All you got to do is watch the Chad Duke show Friday night, Hootenanny, which goes down at 7 p.m. Eastern on Facebook.com slash Chad Duke's show. And you see him not. I wasn't bullshitting tour. It's sitting in that chair right there. It's sitting right in front of you. Somebody's going to take that bad boy home. It's just, oh my God. It's spectacular, isn't it? I could just put it under my, ja- uh, my sweatshirt and, and, Walking out to my car and, I don't know, riding to the sunset. With I've me. had people offer me cash for it already. <laughs> like, people have said, look, just pull my name. I'll give you an extra hundred bucks. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, but, yeah, we'll tell you how exactly you can get your entry to win. All you got to do is watch tonight. We do a, a free Facebook live stream virtually every Friday. We call it the Friday Night Hoot Nanny because it is a weird-ass show, and it continues to get weirder. So 
tune in on Fridays. Uh, if you want to, you can just go to facebook.com slash Chad Duke show. Click that little bell. I think there's a bell on the profile and it lets you know whenever somebody goes live. All right, Tor. It's time for, look, you're, you're out from the paywall now. Now, people, everyone in the America is going to learn about your fat sandwiches. I hope you're uh, ready, willing, and able to accept this type of exposure. It's, eh, you know what? It's better than the meltdown. I Barely, though. And Does Mamo know yet? I, I can't even. It's it's tough for me to just even talk to her after oh. after holding this this shame of what happened earlier in the also because the heart on you always have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at it, Mom. I'm so sorry, Dad. <laughs> oh no! So I'm just walking in my living room with a with a boner, just a, a giant rager. <laughs> Back to back weeks, by the way, you almost killed Ant Man, and then you ate two fat sandwiches. I mean, you want to talk about a heater? You might not be on one for gambling, but you certainly on one for your life falling apart. God bless, young man. All right, very good. I, uh, pull up a table, tuck. Uh, excuse me, pull up a chair, tuck that napkin into your collar because it's fat sandwich time on the Chad Duke Show. The Chad Duke Show merchandise store is up and running. So click the shop tab on chaddukeshow.com for show t-shirts and koozies. I am operating under a complete state of delusion as, as far as, as how far I've let myself go. So I don't know if this works for you, Tori. You're not as far gone as I am. But whenever I have one of these moments, I'm like, that's it. I'm getting it together. Uh, I'm going to pull my life together. I'm going to start exercising tomorrow. Uh, I'm throwing out all this junk food. I'm uh, it's going to be uh, chicken breasts and salads and turkey bacon and all this other bullshit broccoli. Like you have these come to Jesus about once a month when you get to wait like this. Um, that that night, that fucking night. I don't know why. I decided that it was going to be. I believe it was a weeknight. I think it was Sunday night. Uh, that it was going to be a whiskey night. And I'm sitting there and I'm pounding whiskey by myself. My wife goes up to bed. There's nothing more depressing than this. Uh, and I realize that DoorDash is closed and that I haven't had enough food in my fat mouth and gut that day. So I go up. I, I don't know what. I go up into the cupboard, into the pantry, and I see that we have saltines and I see that we have not chili tour. We have hot dog I don't even I don't know what you would call it. Sauce, topping. It's a can of shit you buy to put on top of hot dogs. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I spread the fucking saltines around in a paper plate and I dump the entire can of the hot dog sauce all on top of the saltines, then put the shredded cheese on top, stick it in the microwave, melt that, and then I don't even bother to get a fork. I go back down to the television where I'm watching The Departed for the 750 billionth time, <laughs> and I just sit there shoveling this trash into my mouth. I mean, it's not even, I'm not enjoying it. I don't know that I'm even tasting it. I'm hammered. I've blown out my taste buds with uh, half a pint of fucking whiskey, and I just pummel this concoction, and then I'm so goddamn drunk that I didn't clean it up afterwards so that my wife knew what I did the night before. And of course, she's not trying to bust my balls, but she's shoot concerned. You know, I hope she hasn't Googled lap band surgery details because of just a picture of my face just pops up down at the bottom of the goddamn screen at this point absolutely revolting have i done fatter things in my life 
Absolutely. I cannot remember one I am as ashamed of <laughs> as I am that one in recent history. And the best way to handle that is, of course, to bring it to the show. Fucking revolting is somebody would have just popped up out of the bushes, held me down like Gulliver, and slapped my belly with a slapjack until it was purple. I absolutely would have uh, deserved it. A little stomach staccato on Dukes' fat gut. That was in order on Sunday night. Now, when you were starting the, the story about the lap band and the qualifications, I thought it was going to be he offended you because you didn't meet any of them. Uh, no, I met all of them. Okay. Every single qualification. There was a little, you can Google it. There's a little questionnaire that comes up that lets you know, hey, is this, 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 this? And I said, yes, 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 yes. I'm pre-approved, Tor, like an American Express card. <laughs> Now, it's funny that, that you also brought up the, the come to terms moment uh, because Sunday night yes. was also uh, coincidentally the night that I had my incident. And Really? That what was also, in the air on Sunday night? That is also the reason I went out and uh, got one of these yesterday. What is that? I got myself a... Is that a Fitbit? An, an Apple Watch. Oh, it's an Apple Watch? <laughs> so, I really so that's start, new. So I can really start tracking stuff, yeah. What happened? I mean, that's a sizable purchase. So Sunday night, um, drinking. Um, <laughs> Why were we both drinking on Sunday night? <laughs> it's not smart. I think we backed it, we backed that show on Sunday, so we're like, okay, we're, oh, we're, we're feeling good. We're ahead of the week, I'm like, all right. <laughs> you, know, you know what? That probably was what it was. Is that we both came into work on Sunday, so we're feeling like hot shit. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. So I'm drinking. I, I don't even remember what I was drinking. I think I had a, a, a vodka and orange juice, just a massive glass of that, and then that'll do it. And then I think I might have had I don't know. Eight bush lights that, that that Dotson gave to me. Oh, you started drinking those? I got nine left. Uh, brother, those are bush heavies, by oh, the way. They weren't no fucking bush lights. No wonder you were having yourself a rough time. You headed for the mountains. So already into the night, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is a drinking night. It's okay. I'm doing okay. But uh, later, uh, earlier that day, my uh, mom was uh, slow cooking a whole bunch of corned beef because oh my god, it's going to be delicious because she's doing corned it beef right. is they, great. They do it right, and I'm like, oh. I'm sitting there watching whatever. I'm like, well, there's some corned beef upstairs, and I'm going to go up there and make myself a couple sandwiches. I'm going to pummel that shit before anybody else gets a shot at it. Now, what I didn't know, so there's in the fridge, um, there were two Tupperwares. You know, sometimes there's an extra amount, so you put whatever into the big, however much into the big Tupperware, and then into the little Tupperware, it's like, you know, whatever is, is left over. From the, sure. From the, so I'm in there. I'm like, okay, this is definitely what happened. And... I'm, I'm drunk. I'm like, okay, I'll just take the small Tupperware. I don't want to have to deal moving the big Tupperware. Um, so Also, if you have the big Tupperware, there is a chance you'll just pummel everything inside the big Tupperware. Exactly. There's always a chance. So I'm, I'm, I pick it up. I'm like, okay, here's a couple pieces of fat. I'll just set those over for the dog. Oh, no. Did you eat a Tupperware full of fat? <laughs> I toast up my buns. I get my, you got to uh, toast up your buns if you're going to suck it from the back, Tor. You know that. Aunt Joe knows that. I can see it in his face. I get my uh, my pickles. You know, I <laughs> and I put the Tupperware into the microwave. Pickles and corned beef. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I pull out my take the buns out of the toaster. Start start putting the Tupperware. Start putting the, the corned beef. Make yourself the, a nice sandwich. Yeah, sure, yeah. it sounds lovely. Actually, two, two of these because it was a you know drinking. Two of these because you know drinking. <laughs> That might be the name of the show, I think. <laughs> Two of these, because, you know, drinking. Actually makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, you are saying? I proceed downstairs and uh, to my cave, and I start eating them. I'm like, oh, this is 
a little odd, but it's not the uh, best batch Mamo's ever made, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, it was definitely, but I'm you know inebriated, so I'm not really caring that much. Sure. And then I eat it. I finish. Are you it. playing games? You watching TV? Just, what are you doing? I'm just watching Sports Center or something. Okay. And uh, I'm done. I finish. I'm like, okay, cool. All right, that's done with. Go to bed. Next morning, I wake up. Stomach is in knots. I feel absolutely terrible. I go upstairs, and my dad's standing in the kitchen. And I see the Tupperware is still there. Uh, oh, you were it. that I drunk? I didn't put it in the sink. Uh, it was near the sink, but... And uh, he said, Tor, did... <laughs> I like that your dad calls you Tor. <laughs> he said, did you eat this entire Tupperware full of fat? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Oh, that's fun. And immediately, I'm oh, like, so I'm good. like, whoa, 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 because I pulled out a couple big chunks that look like, look like golf balls, sure. obviously for the dog. Um, and then, but some of them, I, I was looking at the Tupperware. I remember there was some corned beef in there for sure. You think? But <laughs> doesn't sound like it. <laughs> there was, but immediately I got sick to my stomach. I'm like, I just ate two. Massive sandwiches of, of fat, of fat, just Dude, pure corned beef fat. I don't know anyone that's ever eaten two fat sandwiches. It was depressing. Right. It was revolting. I almost threw up in the backyard. But also, so you're drunk. Yeah. Like I mean, that's at least mine was technically. I knew what I was eating. It's not like I just. I mean, what stopped you from pouring yourself a bowl of dog food? You know, if you're gonna go to that, those lengths. Surprised you didn't take a shot of dishwashing detergent, something of that. Tide pods. Let me gargle these. Just, You're capable of anything. I didn't even see myself as like a human that day. Like if I looked in the mirror, it was just some monster wow. back at me. Just absolutely disgusting. I don't even know what the cholesterol value is on that. I don't even want to check. Probably a it, day's portion, I would assume. <laughs> Two fat sandwiches. If you were going to be, like, that would be the name of your emo rock group, by the way. I couldn't stop thinking about the texture either the next day because I knew it, it was off. It was slimy. It was oh. chewy. It was goopy. I'm like, this oh. is odd. You, really, really odd. You're making me gag a little bit just hearing about it. Disgusting. How long did it take you to walk it off? Walk it off? Yeah. I still haven't fully walked it off mentally. What did your parents say when they realized you ate two fat sandwiches and you did it unintentionally? They were Because that's the kicker. My dad said, how drunk were you? I'm like, it's not the drunkest I've been in the last month. I was so drunker I, down at the beach where yeah. I killed that old dude. So I, I'm sitting here thinking like, yeah, I wasn't three sheets to the wind, but I was, you know, drunk. Sunday night, old man. What do you want to do about it? Did you square off with him? No, but it was like, I also thought I had myself cleared because I picked up one of the things of fat. I started chewing it, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is for sure fat. So I thought I gave myself the green light. Oh. So one of the golf balls I put back on the tray, I'm like, oh, I'll give this to the dog afterwards. So fun. what was the fat being saved for, for dogs? Yeah, for the dog. So you oh, could okay. enjoy it with the meals and stuff. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought that wouldn't make the dog sick? I, he's a dog. All right, fair enough. You should see the food my dog gets. There's more of a food budget for my dog than there is for human <laughs> beings in my goddamn house. All the treats, everything. The fucking boy, that's really gross. You're not going to be able to probably have that topped. No, no, it was very, very disgusting. Uh, I, Did Mama find out about it? I hope not. Oh, so you don't? So you don't? Would you? Is your dad usually cool about that? Will he keep a secret? No, not really. What do you mean, no? Uh, he he might he he, he might have aired me out. My mom's just too polite to um to bring it up. Make sure you sign up for the Chad Duke Show mailing list on chaddukeshow.com. 
be the first to know what's happening on the program and maybe even win a prize or two. We promise we won't fill up your inbox with tasteful nudes. Well, we promise we'll truly make an effort not to. Big shoot here from a good friends at TLC Auto Detail. Dave and his crew kicking ass and taking names. They've been sponsoring my shows for years. Great people out there. They're doing auto detail and window tint. Ooh, window tint now. That's uh, excellent. Um, the price point on that normally is pretty high, and I think what Dave and TLC is doing is trying to make that more manageable. Um, they're offering high-quality ceramic window tint. If you want to add a little privacy to your whip, and also help keep that interior in your car cool. It's about to get actually had a couple of warm days this past week. That warm weather is right around the corner. And they do it all at TLC. They got the detailing, the ceramic coating, the paint protection, all that good stuff. And they work on new cars, older vehicles, anything you got, classic automobiles. Mention the Chad Dukes show when you deal with TLC. When you reach out, uh, you're going to get a special discount off all the services they render for you. What they really want you to do, friendos, is see, uh, well, take a look. They got a really cool Instagram. They got thousands and thousands of followers, and they want you to check it out. It is at TLC Auto Detail. That is at TLC Auto Detail uh, on fa uh, Facebook and Instagram. And man, they got some beautiful cars over there. So uh, big ups to Dave at TLC autodetail.com is the website of course book yourself an, uh, an appointment out there i get my uh, car there detailed there i get my wife's truck detailed there great people and a wonderful supporter of this radio program it is the chat dukes show off-season nfl football spectacular spectacular and Appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you to Ken Carmen for coming on the program from Cleveland. And, of course, there ain't no talk of American football around these parts without my guy, Sean Salisbury, the best in the business, host of the Sean Salisbury Show, Sports Talk 790. Mornings, you can listen anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And, of course, he is prolific on Cameo. Uh, and the gentleman is a thespian. Every single time, Sal's, I have Showtime on or stars. I forget how much acting you've done. You, you always seem to pop up in movies as I'm just browsing <laughs> through cable. Yeah, I could use a few more of those because, you know, those uh, <laughs> residual checks after about six, seven, eight years, it starts to say, okay, it's time for another speaking part. So <laughs> if nothing else, I just got to say, Sandler, just put me in because you feel bad for me so I can keep getting those residual checks. Dude, I, I, I think with the, the, the residual money I got for those three movies, which was really cool, then I start to think, what's the residual money like for somebody like Samuel Jackson who does like eight movies a year normally, right? Or the residual money for like a Sandler. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I can't fathom what those every three months with those checks look like. But I think, okay, now I wonder why. No wonder these these actors got into Hollywood when they did it. But yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I, I'm going to bug Sandler. I'm ready for uh, an, another speaking role so those things grow. But I, some of the funnest times in my life were working on and not the stuff that you don't see on those movies some of the outtakes but yeah i appreciate it man i'm uh, the good times had by all you mentioned sam jackson sales i know you're a bit of a cinephile like i am most people don't know he's in goodfellas but he is i mean yep. goodfellas is on cable 750 times a week do you think he's getting a little check every single time that's on in addition to you know all the pulp fictions and all of the uh the, the marvel movies and everything else he's into 
Oh, there's, there's no question. And see mine's like, like for instance, bench warmers, which was my biggest, cause I was on speaking part throughout the entire movie, but not as the lead guy who does it. And I think I was looking at those residual checks when it threw those three movies, that bench bench warmers, house bunny and, and longest yard. And that era, when they came out, those two or three years apart, right? Three years apart. And they just kept, and I still get them. They're just not near as big. Right. And I'm saying, I, and I do, I think, okay, what if you're a lead guy? And right, whether it's coming on TV or movies or selling another video or whatever it is, imagine what it looks like, how much you're getting for all the, the, the different speaking parts you're doing. It's some of those residual checks, I'm telling you, for the big stars. I know they, they've been making big money. Residual checks alone would sustain somebody's I mean, yearly living if you're in those, that, that many movies. I mean, that's like that's that's just mailbox kiss my rear end money that's like oh yeah man that's my that's my private plane to Cabo for you know for those guys so yeah man I don't I don't take it for granted and you know what Chad I didn't even realize when we were going because you paid dues with SAG and after right and then they start sending you like like the NFL when you get your like retirement and benefits and I'm like gosh dang I didn't I, and when I did that you know you know you get a little bit but I don't I start reading my benefits when they send you in like your you know a quarterly where your benefits are, I'm thinking just for this, I get these benefits when I'm, I'm like, I, I need about 15 more movies <laughs> with some speaking parts. So like when, when all is said and done, I can like, oh, okay, yeah, that mail, but every time you go there, because usually it's bills for us, you know, sure. but now you go there, it's like, I, I'll take this. But yeah, when you look at those guys, they're printing money, man. They are printing money when it comes to that. But it's a, what a blessing. If I never get another one, that's okay. But if I do, then I'll, I'll, I'll count those blessings too. It's, but that's some of the funnest times I've ever had. I always stand up and I point and I say, I know that guy. And then my wife leaves the room. <laughs> that's generally the way that it goes. There oh you go. boy. Um, speaking of well compensated. So I saw, I want to get to, you live in the epicenter of weirdness and sport right now. So I want to get to what's going on in H town, but, uh, the Art Rooney situation is interesting. So he pens his letter basically saying, "We, I guess we can't pay Big Ben $19 million. First of all, how weird is it, Sal, to get to a point where you're hearing Ben Roethlisberger wants to play for the Steelers, but the Steelers aren't sure they want to pay Ben Roethlisberger when I, I believe it's Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins they have in the coffers. I got to assume they're going to get that banged out, but I, I also got to assume they ain't paying him no $19 million a year. His play degraded last year. Um, what do you make of that situation right now? Yeah, Chad, and here's what's interesting. Really, for a guy of his, you know, the the, the skins, the, the, the trophies and plaques he has on the wall and, and, and what he's done, right? You think $19 million in this day and age? Hell, we're going to get receivers – like Will Fuller's probably going to ask in his, you know, if he contract, you know, doesn't play full season. I just use him as an example because he's here in Houston. He's the franchise tag. What's a franchise tag going to pay a receiver? 17, 18 million bucks. So you get to a point where really this day and age, 19 million, you think for a guy like that is like, well, I, you should be able to pay that, right? Although it's a lot of money. You, you know, when you start to think about Dak's going to get close to, you know, around 40, that's what Watson's making. I know, and Ben's had seasons like that. Yeah, but he did fall off. He became, instead of a push it down the field on a regular occurrence, it was, they played more sideways football than they've ever done, like average yards per completion and attempt and all that. And, and while Ben still got some game, I, I don't know if it's Super Bowl game anymore. And I have the utmost respect for him on the field and what he does and what he's done. And this team, and this franchise, the continuity, I was thinking, hey, do you realize Chuck Knoll started in 1969 as a head coach? We are now in 
19 or 2021, they've had three coaches in 52 years. And when you look at the success of the franchise at a lot of different positions, the, 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 the quarterback, long careers, Bradshaw, I mean, when they've been successful, front office, head coaches with Cowher and Tomlin and, and the ownership with the Roonies, there's a continuity that goes, it'll be weird. I think it'll get done, but it's not going to be at that. And we heard Kevin Colbert, the GM, about a week and a half or two weeks ago, maybe it was last week, and it was talking about, well, talking about, and it wasn't a ringing endorsement. Basically, you could tell through the way it was talked about that if Ben wants to be the starting quarterback, which he's the best on their roster currently, then, then he's going to have to take a pay cut. And I would imagine that that's part of what's going on for him to be there. And he's not going to get traded. It's $41 bucks on a dead cap hit. You're, and nobody's going to pay that. You'd have to cut him if you didn't want him. So I would imagine you're going to see Ben Roethlisberger starting quarterback Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers one more year in Pittsburgh at a, at, a, at a lesser than $19 million salary if he wants to stay. If not, they'd move in a different direction. And maybe they're going to even be active in the draft or trade anyway to find that next guy because they got to start looking for it. If they think Haskins is just a guy or the Mason Rudolph is just a guy, then they got to start looking for that guy because if Ben plays another year as a starter, I can't see it extending to two or three more years. So it'll be at a lesser price if he's their quarterback. Um, that's I mean, he's so synonymous with the town. And then you get yep. to athletes that are synonymous with the town. And then I think it goes J.J. Watt and then probably everybody else, not named Aaron Rodgers maybe. Um, Salz, what, what has it been like covering that story and talking? I mean, it's just been so bizarre and there's so much acrimony and animosity towards the ownership group. But I mean, you want to talk about transcending a sport and working in a community and charity and all that stuff. I know he had his detractors. Some people thought maybe it was a bit of an act, but I don't see a lot of bad stuff about J.J. Watt anywhere. And I, I can't imagine an athlete that means too much more to a community than what he did to that one. What, what has it been like discussing on the radio his exodus? Yeah, and, it, and that's not even withstanding the Watson thing. Just Watt as a standalone compartmentalized. Yeah. Listen, uh, listen. Like all athletes, if you wanted the wor- if the worst thing we can say about JJ Watt is that some of his videos and box jumps or you know like look at me, oh, oh and isn't that aren't we in that society now with we we we'd say look at me after we've got off the gym and did four sets of curls and we're taking mirror selfies at the at the at the gym okay so i'm okay if jj watt wants to show me at 40 inch box jumps or whatever it is if that's him and all the other stuff he does we can live with it okay his his impact on this community i would i know a lot of chad you and i know both this for sure that there's we he, we see some of the bad in communities you know if somebody you know something happens or a guy gets cut or what whatever it is or contract struggles but the the good that most of these athletes do far outweighs the negative that goes on with some with some of the community it it does whether it's charity or giving time or whatever it is making a difference quietly silently or out loud whatever you do sometimes you can't make it quietly because other people are talking about it anyway and and a lot of times you bring attention to yourself but what it does is it makes other people like when I see somebody like what JJ Watt does, it makes me want to go into their mattress Mac makes me want to go in the community and do more. So if it's self-serving at times for people to say, Hey, look what I did or look what we're doing. That's okay because it makes us want to do the same thing. So it's kind of a good thing. So if that's the worst thing JJ Watt is, is a guy that people say, Oh, he's, he's giving money to charity again or doing something and making a difference. He is, I've been in this town a while. 
and I played in a lot of towns. I don't remember an impact an athlete. I'm, I'm, I'm sure other cities have the same guy. But when I played in Minnesota, we had guys that made an impact. Growing up in San Diego, Tony Gwynn made a huge impact. I mean, I Junior Seau was huge at it. I, I can name guys. I can't name anybody that's done more in a that, that you comp- that, that's been so dominant on the field and off the field. As good as he is as a person and a dominant player, he's made more of an impact off the field. And that's saying something when you're the three-time defensive player of the year. So while he may not be Miles Garrett now, if you stuck him with Miles Garrett on the same offensive line. He'll get double-digit sacks. The motor runs. He doesn't quit playing. Teammates love him. He's He is going to work. He's going to put his time in to prove to you you're wrong. So he's overcome surgeries and everything. But it, it's still it, – I, I know it's probably a little to the point where it's – it's a, a, there's so much talk about the front office and J.J. being out that it gets a little – it wears people out. But his impact has been so prevalent on this community – whether it's Hurricane Harvey, anything, and other things that we don't know that he does. Um, it's a loss. I'm happy for him that he gets to go somewhere whenever he decides, somewhere that can give him a chance to win because he wasn't going to win here in the next few years, even with Watson if he if he stays because this team's got a lot of stuff to do. I can't wait to see him on a team that's got good players on defense. I mean, a lot of them and a scheme with a chance to win, but you're going to be hard, and he'll go into whatever community, Chad. It doesn't matter whether it's Green Bay or Pittsburgh or Buffalo. He'll make an instant impact off the field. He will go in, and whether it's money or raising money over the next three years, people will say, man, and that's what he's been doing, feels like, on a weekly basis here. Phenomenal human being, great football player, and if the worst we can say is that, oh, look at him again, he's on social Instagram, and – and he draws attention to stuff that needs drawn attention to because you want to because you almost feel like gosh, man, I, 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 I this I'm I'm a mere mortal compared to this cat, right? So I got nothing but praise for him. He's not the number one on a defense anymore, but I can tell you this: he's still very productive and will have something to prove because he'll want to. But his impact off the field, I, I, it, it's it, like I said, it's we, we get JJ Watt. Uh, you'll have a hangover from losing him, but you'll also and I know it with, with the the number of the constant talk, it gets a little bit uh, maddening, but he's earned every bit of it when it comes to the good stuff. And I, I do nothing but wish him. I'm glad he got out of here, not for the fans' sake, but for a chance to go win because he wasn't going to win here before he retired. Tor, I know you got a question for Sal's, but I wanted to follow up with that. Uh, Carmen floated on the show before you came on, Sal's, that he thinks that maybe one of the reasons why J.J. Watts laying in the weeds is he's waiting to see if Deshaun Watson does get traded to Miami or one of these places that we're hearing all the rumors about and that they get along and it's kind of a package situation. Do you do you buy into a scenario like that? Oh, I think there's a little bit of it. I mean, why rush? You know, I sit there and think about we, he's never had a chance to do this. And he wasn't highly recruited in, in high school. When he got when he came into from high school to college, and quite frankly, he got booed a little bit when the when the Texans drafted him. They didn't like the pick, and then they you know then they blinked and realized, ooh, this guy's really good. Why not enjoy it? And and I and I agree with Ken in, in a sense that why would I want to go somewhere that maybe they're going to go eight and eight? I know they offered me you know at this stage if it's ten million, if it's nine million, if it's twelve million. I know three million makes a difference, but I would think that the order of preference would be. Uh, winning, possible family, friends, location, depending, and then money, and the way and the guys he's going to be with. But I, I hell, why, why, why not? 
It'd be like if you were thinking about the Yankees and Garrett Cole when he was going to leave here, the Angels and the Yankees, or if you were a guy that was a, a big bopper and you said, man, I want to go. So, oh, I like that cat. Or you were, you, if, if George Springer was a year ahead of time and Springer's leaving, you think, well, yeah, maybe I should go there because I know how good he is. It gives me a better chance to win. And they're friends and they respect each other. And, and I think, I think there's a major mutual respect between the two. Why not? You heard DeAndre Hopkins say, come here and finish what we started in, in Houston to Arizona. JJ is going to have options, and I don't think there should be a rush. Well, well, listen, enjoy this. This will be the last time in his career he gets courted like this as a now in his post career, whether it's TV or acting or whatever he does. But this is the last time as a football player he's going to get courted like this, where he's going to have six, eight teams that say, man, he could be the one defensive guy in Tennessee that gets us to another level or whatever. And if Watson ended up in Carolina, well, maybe. If Watson ended up in Miami or New York, Robert Sala, what's not to like about that? I can go there. It's New York. I got off the field aspirations. It's Madison Avenue. Who knows why, but I don't blame him. What, what's the rush? Let them take you on a steak dinner in a private plane or Zoom call you and tell you how good you are. What, I, I don't think there's anything wrong. What's the rush? As long as you don't wait too long and you're like, well, now you're forced into there's only two teams instead of eight. But I would imagine this deal will be done in the next 15 to 30 days. But I also don't know if he's going to wait all the way to Watson. Maybe he'll get speculation from Watson's agent or more insight. But I think that, that if, this, if we, he knew Watson was going to make the decision in 10 days or if the Texans, should I say, are going to say, we're trading you and here's the two or three teams, maybe J.J. would make that. I don't think that's going to be the number one reason, but I don't think it would hurt if he went to Pittsburgh and his brothers were there. And you say, well, Watson, my brother's – I think he'd probably take a, a dollar or two less to go do that. So, yeah, I think that's part of it. But I also think it's going to be a chance to win because this will be his last chance to get a Super Bowl ring as a significant player as well the next couple of years. You can always donate to The Chad Duke Show using the Donate tab on ChadDukeShow.com. You'll help us keep improving the product, and you'll earn yourself a verbal nod on the next episode. We thank you for your support, friendos. Time for some dollar menu. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Dukes Show. All right, very good. Now, you said you pulled a few stories, right, Ant-Man? Yes. Why don't you go first, then? Okay, so first, not only is there cotton candy grapes, but now what? there are candy snaps flavored grapes. Candy uh, snaps? Yeah. What is? I've had the cotton candy grapes. I don't know. What is a candy snap? Uh, they are saying that it is... Um, Maybe you should read the story before you. I did. You... I just forgot how they described it. Doesn't sound like that, it. Sounds like you read the headline. Purple, it's a purple. <laughs> it's a purple candy flavored grape. That sounds like cotton candy. Yeah, it does. But they're saying that it's different. So. I in saw what that. way, yeah, man? Do you think maybe it's in the article, and if you would have read the article, that you would know? No, it literally, it literally <laughs> doesn't say what the difference. It just says that we've spotted the purple candy snaps grapes on the whole on the shelves, what? and it doesn't give anything about the flavor except they're calling it the purple candy snap grapes. You got to stop pressing him because I told him about my story earlier, yeah. and I'm afraid that he's going to backslide. He's going to freak and, and then just <laughs> blurt out say, your story. He's say my story. Like so. he did down at the beach. <laughs> Good story. Him. Orange drink McDonald's. <laughs> Holy shit. I'll redeem myself. <laughs> Tor, have you ever had a grapele? I have not. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Well, no. The, 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 he mentioned the, you've had a cotton candy grape? No. So they have those. They're cotton candy flavored grapes. They're, they're pretty good. Um, they're, they're supposedly all natural. I don't know how they do it. A grapple or a grapple. I've never figured out how you say it. They take apples and they inject them with grape juice. 
So when you bite them, like you get like a burst of grape flavor, and then it's just like eating an apple. They're pretty fucking good. They come in like a, uh, a plastic four pack. They're usually up front in the produce for the grocery stores. Oh, I have to find one. So is it like? Yeah. Is it like those um, those sparkling ciders that you sometimes you have when you're a kid at like Christmas and stuff like that? Is that how it, how it tastes? I don't know what sparkling. You, oh, you mean it's, instead of like having champagne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit like oh, that. That's interesting. It's good. You like them? It's it's a nice snacking item. I haven't seen them recently, but I know they do have them at the grocery stores. All right, very good. I think it's time for uh, Tor's got a. Uh oh, hold on. This is the Body Mass Index <laughs> on the Chad Duke Show. Coming up the stairs there. Sale. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tor. Proceed. Um, <laughs> my story, uh, Taco Bell. I like it. They are currently testing. Say no more, fam. <laughs> <laughs> a crispy chicken sandwich taco in Nashville right oh. now. The full release is ex- is expected on March 11th. Now it is, it looks like a taco. It almost looks like a pancake mm. wrapping around a crispy chicken strip. Uh, so they are now entering, and pardon me for oh, saying here this, he comes. the chicken wars. I love that the chicken oh sandwich God. wars are something that we have to hear about every 10 seconds when every <laughs> fast food establishment has had a fried chicken sandwich for as long as I've been alive. Unbelievable. I have not ever really been that high on Taco Bell's chicken products because their other products just blow everything else out of the water. Right. So I, I'll be inclined to try it because as a, I guess, a soldier in the chicken wars. You're a soldier in the chicken wars. You've always said that. Wow. I'm kind of in the trenches here. Sure. I, I got to, you know, see what it's all about. Well, a couple of things. One is, uh, if you Google it... Um, Chicken sales as a whole are skyrocketing. Meat beef sales are, I wouldn't say plummeting, but they're not as high and robust as they used to be because what they've done is is that they've done a very good job of convincing the American public that if you eat chicken, it's good for you. Um, when it's deep fried, of course, it is not. And it's, I would say it's comparable to a lot of the, the burgers you'll have. Um, Taco Bell's biggest gaffe in their history, in my opinion, is the chicken taco shell. It could have been their greatest triumph. It ended up being their worst. They decided for whatever reason to make the chicken shell out of chicken and then fill it with just lettuce and tomatoes and some sort of green goop because everyone loves putting goop on everything. They didn't put any meat in the goddamn taco. And what they didn't understand is you're just replacing the shell. Like when KFC did the double down, they had bacon and cheese and shit in between the fried chicken. They didn't just put lettuce and tomatoes and mayonnaise. They realized they were replacing the bread with pieces of fried chicken. Taco Bell fucked that up. I don't think they've ever walked it off. And I'm with Tor. Um, any type of adventurous thing they do like this generally gets a lot of buzz. I don't like it. Like I just wish they would bring back the volcano sauce, first of all. You should be able to put volcano sauce on anything at Taco Bell. Um, your Doritos Locos Tacos needs to go back into the engineering. It needs to go back in the lab because it just falls apart the second you bite into it. They got a lot of strengths, man. Like Taco Bell, as far as drunk food, it's probably a one seed for anybody. Uh, I just think there's things they can do that are better going to serve their time than, than something like this. I, they've almost got a strength. They still have a stranglehold, I, I'd say, in the in the three seed or maybe the two seed in the drink category. You think so? The, the Baja Blast and the freezes. They're still well. Really, nobody really does popular. exclusive sodas like Taco Bell does. Nobody. Right. I, I, there's still high schoolers that are just dedicated to that 
Taco Bell Baja Blast lifestyle. It's all right. We're gonna go to the football game. We're gonna go to Taco Bell, and then we're gonna go. <laughs> I didn't realize. I, I got to hear more about this lifestyle, I man. <laughs> yeah, I had no clue, and I've been a lot of, involved in a lot of lifestyles <laughs> and a lot of Taco Bells. <laughs> yeah, I go there almost every day for the nacho fries. You've been a part of a part of both of those things. Yeah. Um, another thing, Taco Bell. If we're talking Taco Bell. They have been able to keep their reputation of, man, I'm just going to go order 15 different things. And like, it's so cheap at Taco Bell. It's so cheap. It ain't. It's not. I, it's the most expensive fast food place I go because I generally get a couple of burritos and a couple tacos and a drink. And then it's $17. I don't know how it happens. I don't know how I can go to, to Arby's and they got like two beef and cheddars for five bucks. You get a curly fryer out of there for eight dollars. Like, I, how is Arby's at this point cheaper than Taco Bell? I don't get how they still have that reputation. It is crazy. And, and like even with their fries. So like I love the nacho fries, but they only have the one size and it's small. So you have to if you really want right. to have an amount of, of a decent amount of nacho fries, you have to order like three of them, and it's not discounted. Of course you do. It's like two 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 dollars and change a piece, and then you feel like such a fatty getting three that you got to order enough tacos to make it look like there's three people eating them. So every time I walk out of there, I'm walking out with six tacos and three nacho fries. The rationalization is so hilarious. He's got the ultimate strategy, dude. But those those you're right about, and the, the holster is like. Um, it's like a squared circle, <laughs> and the fries are kind of fat. Yeah, they so you are. get like nine fries. Yeah. Although I do love that commercial. I, you don't consume me. I consume you. Yeah. That's a great commercial <laughs> for those nacho fries. They're good though. I, yeah, I is love that them. is it still up in the air that that's, why isn't that just a menu item? Like why is that a limited time deal? I, I'm not sure. I know it's available now because I've been getting them a lot, but. <laughs> I think I've had them probably four days this week. So, so hey, man, what's the schedule? Because you told us you go to McDonald's every day for breakfast. Yep. So, I, so there's the nacho fries for lunch every day? I, I get the nacho fries probably three days a week. Okay. As long as I pass by a Taco Bell, I'm stopping to get nacho fries. And the good thing is the office has one right across the street. So, so you're always, it's not if you, pa- it's not if you pass by, it's when you pass by Correct. a Taco Bell. Okay. I do have that policy with Chick-fil-A. Like, I don't know what, I can, I can drive past the McDonald's, I can drive past the Burger King. If I see a Chick-fil-A, I'm at least stopping to get a large Coke Zero and some tenders. And probably some waffle fries. And probably mac and cheese. Like, at least getting that, even if it's not necessarily mealtime. That's the one place where I'm like, ah, it's there, I gotta go. Because I think that, am I incorrect, boys? I know there's a lot of Chick-fil-A's, but I feel like there's way less Chick-fil-A's than there are, like, Chipotle's and the Subway's and all this other shit we see everywhere. Chick-fil-A almost does, like, the... the when you're developing a streetwear brand, you don't want to flood the market immediately. True. So people want your stuff. Ant-Man knows about that. Yep. You don't want to step on it too hard, too much baby laxative will knock off or treat customers. <laughs> so you're you're going to get more demand and, and want when you're only releasing 200 jackets opposed to 2,000. You you see the sold out, you're like, oh, next time this drops, i got to get it. Sure. Uh, Chick-fil-A, it's almost the same instance. You're like, oh, there's uh, Chick-fil-A. i got to get it now. I, there's not one two feet away from my house. It's I just stumbled across one. I'm going to go get some. It is one of those places, though, that I, re- I firmly believe, because Lewis Black had the joke about Starbucks many years ago. If you built a Chick-fil-A across the street from a Chick-fil-A, I think they both would do well. Because I've, I've just never driven past one where there isn't a line, and there's not a line for the same reason there is in Popeyes. I love Popeyes, but it's because the people that work there hate your guts and they don't want to serve you. At Chick-fil-A, they're cranking the whole time, and there's still a goddamn line. And- 
and most of them have the two lines now. And they, yeah, they I don't manage get that. To, to How's that faster, by the way? Because you have to combine down to one yeah. line in the drive-thru. I think it's just so the line's not wrapping around the building four times. I got to say, this is you guys are going to lose a little respect for me. Um, the Chick-fil-A in Fair Lakes during Christmas brings me joy. <laughs> because <laughs> they deck it out with lights they put lights all over the parking lot and they have all of the they have an army of employees out and they're all wearing red and like hats and stuff and they're like hello sir merry christmas would you like a peppermint sh- uh, patty shake i'm like the fuck yes i would <laughs> and they hand me a bible and i'm like thank you i'm gonna study this as i'm waiting in line i fucking love i like even when i'm driving you know the one i'm talking about yeah. hey, man when you drive past it it's all lit up and mm-hmm. i see the big line everybody's smiling i'm like i just like knowing it's there they could knock down that fucking taco bell in that same parking <laughs> lot put another chick-fil-a and it would crush just as well yeah and and that's the other thing about chick-fil-a is that the customer service people are always oh, so polite best. i mean you're never gonna get screamed at or 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 told to just like that they didn't mess up your order that you're wrong, sir. Or, or you know they just it's always correct. They always are polite. It's such a great experience. And they ask for your name, and at, at first, like I was always kind of put off by that. But then I realized, oh, I'm talking to talk to four more people mm-hmm. before I get my food. And they're like, Chad, how are you? Is this your order? Is there anything else you'd like? <laughs> Crash your credit, sir. How about you just keep it for free? Yeah. Like they're gonna they just they're so nice as you're going around the bend, and then it's never. Do you want sauce? It's what sauces would you like? Yeah. And I'm like, I want 12 of the buffalo. And they don't ever ask. They throw it right in the goddamn sack, and then I drive off. Yep. It's the only fast food place I've actually gone on Yelp and left a positive review. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell these people how great they are. All right. Uh, I believe it's my turn for the, uh, for the dollar menu. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Duke Show. I love the production. Uh, Tor, are you familiar with what Bucky's is? It's a uh, it's a gas station, I believe. It's uh, it's of the Wawa type. Am I am I? Well, I think that's not giving it the credit it's deserved. Uh, Bucky's, I believe, originally there were three in Texas, in or around Houston, San Antonio, Dallas. Uh, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I just know there were three in Texas. It's Wawa. If Wawa did HGH for 300 years, it's <laughs> fucking enormous. It's the size of a Walmart, and they have 120 gas pumps. It's very Texas-y. Uh, and they make all their own shit tours. So they have their own jerky, their own candy, their own snacks. Uh, They've got n- loads of paraphernalia. Uh, they got um, soda aisles. I mean, go online, everybody, and Google Bucky's Walkthrough. And the guy's a little creepy because he walks into the bathroom, and I don't think he got anybody's uh, you know, <laughs> tacit approval. But uh, the enormity of these places, and I've never been. I've never been because I've been to Texas three or four times and I just never went. But I've been a fan for years. And listeners have been nice enough to send me Bucky's care packages. Our buddy uh, Dave Testa, whenever Bucky's puts out their Thanksgiving shirt or their Fourth of July shirt, he gets me a double XL. It doesn't fit me. I cry for a day or two. Um, <laughs> it's just a tremendous, tremendous place. I love gas stations. I think we all love convenience stores, right? Uh, and it's the biggest. It's the mother load. It's the incredible Hulk of convenience stores. So... Bucky's opened up their travel center is what they called it in um they've they've expanded to Florida and they've expanded to Georgia. Oh wow. So they're moving and I believe they were already in Alabama. 
this is all that this just happened by the, by the way florida does not give a fuck they just had this bucky's grand opening down i think it was saint augustine and it was there's a billion people there there's just they're <laughs> air dropping people and they love bucky's bucky's is breaking ground in south carolina oh my god now now look i ain't gonna drive to south carolina just to go to bucky's i might I will drive to North Carolina just to go to Bucky's. And the fact that they are creeping ever closer to us is absolutely tremendous. Now, I've seen some bitching from Texas people because Texas people are hot about two things. One, Whataburger is expanding. They got bought by this big banking firm in Chicago, I think, and they're opening up a Whataburger in Nashville. Now, Nashville can go fuck itself. I'm going to tell you why. Tor just said that Taco Bell is testing their chicken sandwich in Nashville. Nashville is getting a Whataburger. Nashville doesn't need shit, Tor. We good? We do it? Nashville doesn't need shit. They've got the best food. They got all the concerts. They got the hot women. They got the booze. They got records. They got uh, the 6th Avenue. They got everything you possibly need. It's an awesome town. You know who needs a Whataburger and a Bucky's? Manassas. That's who needs it. Winchester, Fredericksburg, <laughs> these places where everybody that lives there wants to die, and they should because they're awful. We need that stuff around here. Our lives stink. South Carolina, you know, good people have it in South Carolina. Weather's beautiful. They got Myrtle Beach. They got Columbia. They got that beautiful flag with the palm tree and the moon. <laughs> We got a naked dude with bitch tits standing with a spear. Don't even ask Maryland. Maryland looks like they have diarrhea all over their flag. They put on the back of every car in the goddamn. We got to get it. We got to get some of the stuff in our neck of the woods, boys. I don't want Bucky's to ever come to Virginia because Virginia will ruin Bucky's. Yeah. We ruin everything. But I want them to go to North Carolina. And I want them to go so it, we can hit it on the way going down to the Outer Banks or something like that. That is the goal. That, that would be amazing. The, the Bucky's <sighs> care packages that you get, they're, they're Bucky's nuts and all that, that. Bucky's nuts. I think that's what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> nuggets, I believe. Bucky's nuggets and the the, the orange creamsicle gummies. and Dude. Oh, my God. They have such good The jerky's snacks. good. Those, I don't know what those, like, dusted almonds are. Yeah, those oh were amazing. Oh, my God. And there's two crazy motherfuckers that always send me Bucky's care packages. And by the way, guys, if you're listening. And then I do for the re-up. <laughs> Ant-Man's been there, Tor, when I'll be sitting, like, we'll be out back or whatever in the pool, and I'll just bust open the box, and it's filled to the brim with, like, $300 worth of Buckies. And I'm just like, everybody dig in. It's a good day it's for so everybody. Good, yeah. And jerky's good, too, man. It's tough, yeah. it's tough to do jerky. Even that hot jerky that they sent up was really good. And you don't like hot jerky? No. What do they call Ant-Man? They call him the, what, is, what do we say his new name was? Oh, uh, the big confetti, or what was it, the cake confetti? There was something last night that we deemed him. No, no. What oh. was that thing that you just said you were eating oh, and you got the fun, different flavor? Funfetti. Oh, funfetti. Fun <laughs> <laughs> we call that man Big Funfetti when he's walking around here. That's his rap name. Big Funfetti. You got another one, Ant-Man? I do. Actually. Hold on. Hold on wait for your production. Body mass index on the Chad Duke show. <laughs> you got to wait for your production, Ant-Man, for God's sake. Sorry. Um, I actually have two. I'll, I'll blow through them pretty quickly here. You know the goat's candy, the caramel with the cream in the middle of it? The, the, the goat. It's called Goats, G-O-E-T-Z-E-S. I have not heard of it. So it's like a caramel wrapped around a cream. They actually have an bullseyes. Oreo. Huh? The bullseyes. I think I, I know what you're describing. I've never heard it called a Goats or a bullseye. Well, that's just the brand. Um, I've only seen them in like the plastic, the the, the, the clear yeah, wrapping. Yeah, that's what I'm But I've never about. seen a name on it. Oh, uh, okay. So they actually have a new flavor that is 
caramel creams with Oreo. It's got chunks of Oreo wow. in the creamy center. Um, it, it's still the caramel around the outside, and then they have, I believe it says here that there's a chocolate flavored exterior as well. You're a caramel pronunciation guy? Uh, That's caramel, surprising. caramel. You, you, you would seem like a caramel guy to me. Yeah, I mean, a lot of things have changed in the past week. Right, uh, there's some brain function. We'll address yeah. that on the hoot. Yeah. Some stuff we need to get to. Um, and, and so those are in stores now. And then also, Lay's for a limited time, so they may not be new, I don't know. Fried pickles with ranch-flavored chips. Lay's has done so much with uh, the pickle chips. I don't know if they're new. I know they won't be good. Um God bless Lay's for trying. All of their chips taste like barbecue potato chips or ranch potato chips. It's all, and they're too thin. Um, I, I always get fooled into it, though, man. Like if I see, like, oh my God, Kansas City barbecue Lay's, or oh look, this is baby back ribs Lay's. I always will buy a bag, and then I'm always disappointed every single time. So well, I love hers, man. Hers, you read hers chips, hers yeah, man. Are really good, yes. Best, and all pale in comparison, of course, to Texas trays. Yes, of course, of course, King Texas dictator Texas tray. Well, he might be a usurped tomorrow evening. Very excited by Ant Man. Um, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm still poor. <laughs> um, but the, they are available at Sam's Club now, um, and that's the Lay's Fried Pickles with Ranch. Remember to follow the show on social media, at Chad Dukes on Twitter, and Chad Dukes Show on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. Thank you to Ant-Man. Thank you to Sean Salisbury. Of course, thank you to Tor's Enormous Sense of Guilt. Uh, all of it provided a very entertaining free episode of the Chad Duke Show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you're considering subscribing over at ChadDukeShow.com. We do a show every single day. There's bonus episodes all of the time. It really is a, a fun community. we got a nice little group of listeners, and uh, it's been a gas, man. It's the show I've always wanted to do. So consider checking it out, ChadDukeShow.com. You can subscribe right there. Tonight is the Hootenanny. You can watch that gratis. It's a fun show. Uh, just go to our Facebook page, and it will be there and ready, willing, and able for you. I will be working at Commonwealth Dry Goods on Saturday. So if you'd like to roll on by and say hi to your pal, Big Shooter, pick yourself up a little jerky, pick yourself up an ice-cold cheer wine, well, that would be fine, too. We're in Old Town Fairfax. Tor, thank you for you. Uh, thank you to you, buddy. It's been a, I thought it was a really solid week of shows this week. Of course, and I'm very excited for tonight's uh, Hoot Nanny. It'll be a weird one. It'll be fun. I I don't know what's gonna what I'm gonna do or say when I see Dick Smokehand sitting across from me. I don't know either. It's gonna be really odd. It's gonna be strange. He's got the holes in his feet. He's got the fake COVID. He's got the big head. So uh, that's gonna be strange. Yeah, we've got a we got a lot to get to tonight, including giving away a PlayStation Five. So hopefully we see you guys at seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Excellent. Have a beautiful weekend, everybody. If you want to hang out this weekend, I will be on. Um, what is it? Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook. I'm going to jump on there and stream at least once. So it's another way for us to hang out. If the good Lord is willing in the creeks, don't rise. We'll meet you back here on Monday at 2 p.m. Roll out the trash cans.